hey, before this episode starts, I just wanted to share with you um, an example of collaboration that happened within my professional network. It was um, me actually doing an interview similar to this with James um, from Corporate Training Solutions Australia. Um, and um, I was in the process of um, creating content on Facebook. And so anyway, um, long story short, after we did the interview and we had a couple of more chats, uh, James um, and Yolanda from Corporate Training Solutions Australia allowed me to use their um, paid Zoom business account, which actually allows me to um, live stream that to Facebook, which you can't do for free. So, um, you know, it came about because I was creating content and I was being proactive and seeking out uh, professional relationships, but um, they could actually see an, a, an opportunity, I guess, to collaborate as well. So Corporate Training Solutions Australia provide professional um, or personal development courses rather and everyday end user software skills. Definitely reach out to them. Um, info at ctstraining.com.au. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Malaki here again. Um, I've been really enjoying uh, this time of self-isolation and creating contents, and particularly these uh, catch-up interviews that I'm doing with people that I know within my network, uh, predominantly people I've worked with or from a business sense. And so today, um, I've got James Burkett joining me. How are you, James? Lucky, I could not be better. Oh, I love that response. That's so good. Um, I, yeah, thanks for taking the time up, I guess, to um, join me. You're a very busy man. Uh, hard to tie down, I guess, calling people in Israel and the US uh, with regards to your business, which I'm looking forward to going into more. Um, but uh, so, James, basically, a bit of background for James. Uh, he's been in business for close to 30 years um, and is a director and owner of Corporate uh, Training Solutions. Um, I've known him personally for close to five years now. Um, and from what I've known about him, he's a, a big advocate on building professional relationships. Uh, not only you know, customers within his business, but just uh, other professionals in different industries. Um, so looking forward to talking more about that as well. Um, but uh, we'll just before we started recording, uh, we, were, we were talking about uh, your now postponed Europe trip, <laughs> which uh, sounded very exciting, living in Europe for 12, 12 months. Yes. Yes, and, and, and that, that was planned. That was the plan for before, uh, before things came, came uh, head on and, and hibernation set in. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be to be uh, tripping around Europe uh, as we speak now, probably the in the first month or two of a twelve month sojourn away. And you, you, you and your wife do a bit of travel. Um, from memory, you've been to I think you went to Vietnam and China uh, last so last time we crossed paths. Yeah, China, China was a um, was a. Uh, Hosted trip, I guess, um, with many others in a, in a bus, and you know the typical thing that happens. Um, I think the, the the most ideal way of travelling I'd, I'd love to do China would be knowing somebody who uh, who was a resident there, be it be it an expat or be it somebody that I knew um, Chinese who lived there, and being able to um, travel around with them and and stay in in private accommodation. Wow. And that, I, th I think that'd be brilliant because you'd really get to to understand the culture and understand attitudes and understand the way the community thinks, if you like. 
Um, but my, my impression was that um, the Chinese people, they're no different to us. They've got the same aspirations and everything else. They just live somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the um, yeah, Vietnam was fabulous. Vietnam was a little bit along those lines in that we, we flew, into, um, flew into Ho Chi Minh City. Yeah. Um, we had the flight in. And 30 days later, we had a flight out of Hanoi. Yep. And during that period of time, it was, you know, the accommodation a day or two ahead and traveling whatever the best means, um, be it buses, be it, be it boats, be it trains, um, or um, we had one or two um, flights. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was just traveling around and spending four or five days in each, in each center. Wonderful. Wow. The, not backpacking, not backpacking, but um, from a mature person's point of view and, and understanding that I have a level of comfort that I enjoy, it was not, not you know, it was, it was next, that style of travel. I'm totally there with you, mate. Um, that is my preferred method of travel and accommodation. So, yep, you're a man of my own heart. I, yep. I've uh, done the back. I've done the backpacking, so keen keen for luxury. And uh, I like what you're saying about local, um, getting a local person to help with hints and tips. Um, yeah, from my own personal experience, that's that's definitely helped. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. it really was. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, here's hoping that uh, you're able to go to Europe. We're actually planning to go to Europe. Well, we're planning to go to Europe end of this year as well. So, yeah, and and it would be, and and our plan is to actually go somewhere four weeks, four or five, maybe six weeks in a location it might be a village it might be um, uh, you know a, a major center yeah a suburban area so there's, there's lots of opportunities people are doing that all the time yeah no that's good um so just changing gears a little bit so corporate training solutions so do you want to give us like a one minute just overview of the type of service that um the company offers um, and any particular ideal clients that you work with? Yeah, the, um, the, the, um, the people we're working with, the training we're doing is all face-to-face -face training. And so we, we're working with um, large and small, mainly, mainly mid and large size um, organisations, be it government or corporates. Yep. And it's all based around face-to-face -face training. Wow. Rather than online or any other um, version. So if it's not face-to-face, -face, well, then we just don't do it. Yep. And, and, and the reason being is because um, the training is about um, helping people to make a change. Yep. It's about helping people to, it could be using a tool or it could be changing their behavior. And in fact, using a tool yep. is changing their behavior in terms of using the tool better. Yep. So either way, it's about changing behavior. Yep. And changing behaviour isn't something you read about and then you just all of a sudden go and do. It's <laughs> yep. extremely rare that, that that takes place. It's actually yep. about being in an environment and working with people. Yes. Helping them to understand the process of changing their behaviour and then taking them through that steps. In, and if you like, almost, almost giving them the reasons. So uh, as an example, just a software item is, is if it were helping people to use a software tool better 
Yeah. You've got to give them reasons. You've got to actually show them how that can improve their 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 time, their day, uh, yeah. and 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 give time for them. So, one of the things which um, which uh, we have in the back of our minds, in the back of our business all the time, is in in terms of um, the training we do. We we're keen to save a million minutes. Right. So that's our, our goal is get to saving a million minutes for those, for, for anybody or for any organisation that we're working with. And whilst that sounds like a big number, it's actually not a huge number. Yeah. In, in fact, a friend of mine says to me, oh no, you're starting too low. <laughs> but but, but the, the way to, to save a million minutes is just be more effective and use the tools you know, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's really what we're all about. Um, and and just to just as a very 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 down to earth um, example of what I'm saying is that the motor car that you learnt to drive in, however many years ago, in my case it was uh, a few more years than yourself, <laughs> but it was a, an old model um, uh, Toyota Corolla, an well, old an early model Toyota Corolla that only been out for a couple of years. Good cars, Corollas. Mm. They're a great car and a good car back then, very stable. Yeah. Um, so, but if you can imagine my driving that car then versus driving the car that I do today, yeah. I've, I've learned how to use the new tool. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's so, a really good and, and, and learning how to use that new tool means that I no longer um, punch my left foot as a as a clutch. It, it means that when I get into the car, yeah. I've learned how to connect my phone automatically. Right. I've also learned how to use the driver assist programs. Yeah. Be, be it um, you know the 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 automatic uh, staying in the lanes, or or be it the reverse camera, or be it the um, the the cruise control, whatever yeah. that be. I've learned to use those tools, which are now part of that motor car. That's great. <clears throat> I like but, but all too often, I guess, I guess the reason I use that analogy is because all too often we learn something, always, or we self-taught. You know, we, we teach ourselves. Yep. Then, particularly when we're talking about software, which is a main part of our, a major part of our business. Yeah, is we go to a new version of the software and we use it in the same way. So, so it's like me driving my new car today, the same way that I drove that old Toyota Corolla. Wow. That would be terrible. <laughs> You'd be in a bit of strife. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, th thanks for explaining that actually. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy, I guess, just in general in life to have those type of mentalities where yeah you just learn something and all of a sudden that's just the blueprint forever so i like the service and the value add that um you provide in that space um around the COVID 19 shutdown for businesses um we're just speaking briefly about sort of your status and day-to-day -day. hasn't really changed much because you already have set yourself up to work from home but um maybe just touch on a little bit about you know how is that your business model changed. You did mention a bit of face-to-face. -face. Um, what have you done well? And what can you see that's really gonna help you um, once sort of the dust settles and, and you can continue to provide that service? Yeah, yeah. So our, our business has, um, 
has gone and gone. Uh, many of you have been face to face many, many, many of you organisers. No, they, they don't want to do anything online, they actually want to do it face to face. So our challenge is actually having a tool that we can do virtual instructor-led training. Yeah. And I'll, I'll call it that because one of the big issues with face-to-face, -face, one of the, the, the benefits of doing face-to-face -face is in a classroom environment, is that the trainer in front of you is relating what it is that, that they're teaching, but they're also walking around the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And so they're actually seeing what's on your screen and being able to work with you uh, um, as you go along. And and if you've got a group of you know, six, eight, ten people, some people keep up more than others and, and that type of thing. So our challenge is actually finding a tool or developing our own tool which, um, which can actually have that sort of same experience for, um, for, for the, the participants in the classroom. Um, now, where does that lead us on to? Is it, hey, wow, that's a whole new dynamic for us. Yeah. Because one of the issues with face-to-face -face training in person is that we can only reach those people in a localised area. Call it Brisbane, call it Sydney. So when we go to Sydney and we can we meet those people in Sydney because they all need to travel. So yep. we can yep. take away the travel issue now. Yep. And, and that means that it can open up a, a much better learning experience um, for people in a more remote environment. Um, and, and, and so that's a really good thing. I, I have a great belief and I always have, and, and I, I don't shy away from saying to people that I would much prefer to spend the money on the training than on the, so, and, and reduce the travel costs significantly. Yes. So, so my, my aim is that, is it all too often it's people flying here, there and whatever. No, 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 if we can actually spend that money on the training, um, because that's what's going to create productivity. Yep. Yeah, I like, I like that um, approach. You're still providing um, the same service um, that you were previously, but there is a bit of an upshot, I guess, um, it's because like you're saying, face-to-face -face requires people traveling. So there is a potential for a cost savings there. So um, I, I like that approach. And I, I suspect clients would be favorable towards that versus um, not really want to, to proceed. So that's, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and perhaps if I say uh, everybody, not, not every organization, not, not every individual is going to enjoy uh, training online. But in the same way that uh, in this current environment, you and I are talking over over the um, over, over the web, um, and we're all getting very really used to, to running our meetings that way. And that's the only way I'm having meetings these days. And I'm having four and five meetings a day that way. Wow. Yep. So, so it's that's a new reality, and it's not. It will whilst it will diminish a little bit from what we're doing now when we get into the new normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I say that because it will be a new normal. It will yep. not be what it was. I like that. <clears throat> no, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, so in terms of, um, you know, the, the type of industries, I guess, that you work with, um, I remember chatting to you a while back 
Um, this is not in our notes, by the way, sorry, a bit of a curveball, but it's, it's always good to get like um, company testimonies. And I, I remember one thing you said, um, what we're talking about is um, sometimes it may be a bit hard for clients or companies to get their head around, oh, why should I spend this money on training? But literally, like, as soon as they do it, they're like, man, why haven't we done this sooner? Like, it's, it's, it's literally just flick the switch for them. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it is. I mean, a good example, the sort of thing that, the sort of things that we can do for people, and um, sometimes it's about them learning the skills, um, or sometimes it's, it's actually, um, uh, and I guess it's appreciation of understanding that, that our trainers, some of our trainers have been training for 25 years. Um, so they've got the experience in using, as an example, uh, it might be fragrance like, uh, Microsoft Excel. So they've got 25 years experience using Microsoft Excel yep. to an advanced level. Yep. Now, it's, it's all very well for somebody to come along to a training course and, and whatever. We can, we can get them up to A level yep. really quickly, right? If, if obviously they've got that desire to go to a programming level, etc. But it's actually, it takes time to actually develop that experience and um, in, in terms of, of, of doing the advanced level things. Yeah. So, so what I'm going to talk about is, is that in, in the case of some organisations, we've been able to help them and put a group of people through and whatever. Not everybody gets to that level in a group yep. of eight people. You might yep. find two or three really take to it like fish to water and the other six people struggle a little bit and there might be one or two who never really, you know, really make it. But that's no different to university. Yep. You know, out of everybody who starts, you know, 100 people who start a university course, less than yep. of them actually finish it. So, so it's no different in, in yep. that um, yep. So, so the key to it is actually helping those people. But, but a good example, um, we, we had a situation where a fellow was analysing some data and he had to do it on a daily basis. And, and it was actually taking about 90, something around about 90 minutes, pulling the data in, having it run through a program, um, which was, it, it, it would pass through uh, Excel and then into Access and back to Excel. Um, and it was about a 90 minute process. And he was doing that every day before he could really get into doing his work. So with him and having a look at the program and whatever, and with him, we were able to actually simplify that to bring it down to about 10 minutes, which was a huge saving for him. Um, and, and obviously meant the huge, huge dollars and cents. Similarly, in terms of an organization that um, they had a, a staff member who was pulling data in um, and doing reporting. Um, and, and she needed to do this for about 45 different um, uh, branch operations and it was all comparable data but it was the same steps had to go through 45 times and, wow. that taking, and that was taking her a month to do in a typical typical 21 22 working day month she, oh, was, wow. she was taking 20 working days to do that work that job yeah so we, we were able to simplify that to be a one-day job and it was automated it was very much automated. And that's a lot of what we are trying to help people mm. and be better, be more efficient at what they're doing. 
Freeze yeah. up the air, freeze up the airplane, saving a million minutes. And saving that million minutes is, is not only them saving their time, enabling them to get on and do other things which are more productive in the organisation, but it's enabling them to then share these great techniques and tools with other people. And yes. That's actually, that's, that's actually where you get the, the multiplier effect that builds to the million minutes. It's not me saving million, it's me and all those people who I've shown how to use the tools better. Yeah. That adds up to million minutes. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things, uh, once you're in it and then post doing the training, you, you, you see the fruit, I guess. Um, and I like what you're talking about tools and you know, that's, that's definitely a, a, a focus from what I'm hearing of your business. But um, in terms of other tools um, in a professional environment, we're chatting about it briefly before. And um, since I've known you, you've been a very avid user of LinkedIn, which um, for anyone who's not aware is a, another professional tool, I guess you could say uh, platform where you can um, have your profile there and you, you can, you can literally use it as a virtual sort of, uh, networking tool. And there are some hints and tips, I guess, um, you, you've been using it for, I'll probably say close to five years or more. Um, so yeah, just, just a bit of a change of pace, I guess, for anyone who's watching, um, first time, uh, user of LinkedIn or they're, they're, they've found themselves in a sticky situation due to the COVID-19, uh, shutdown and they're looking to join LinkedIn. Do you have like a top, just top two things to, to for, uh, anyone who's joining to, to look out for, I guess, in terms of. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, look I'd love to share. Um, and I, I guess I say, I say this to everybody I meet. Um, LinkedIn is a fabulous tool for meeting people who you don't already know. And to me, that's the value of LinkedIn. I'm, I'm on a mission to meet everybody I don't already now know. So the world's made up of me and other people me and my family and other people, me, my wife, my son, yeah. and, and you know, that, 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 that connection group plus other people. So, so there's a hell of a lot more of the other people than there are of those people I know. <laughs> so, so I have a real passion for meeting other people. Now, how do I do that is yes, I can go down to the main street of my suburb or my town and I can tap people on the shoulder and, but you know, that's downright ugly and <laughs> so so it's about reaching out on using tools and and linkedin is my favorite tool for the moment but there are other tools it's it's about link and, and it may not be linkedin next week i would say um it's, it's about reaching out using that sort of tool and in a very very um non, non let's face it non-threatening way it's just purely you know, uh, reaching out to people to connect to them. But the key to that connection, it's all very well to connect. And, and I've got, you know, uh, I mean, many, many people connect to me and many connections I've got. Yep. But the key to having a connection is not having the connection. The key to having the connection is having a conversation. Yep. Because everybody, and, 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 and the point I make is that everybody knows other people. The world is about knowing people and having influence where they advocate for you. Yes. Right? People yep. know people. And yep. we've all, all heard the adage, and it's so very, very true, that 85% of jobs out there, just using jobs as an example, are not advertised. 
85% of jobs and positions are filled through people who know people who recommend people. Yep, yep. And that's the key, is the reason for knowing people is yeah. because you're building your own relevance, your own, your own world of relevance. Um, and should I say, Marky, your world of relevance is different to my world of relevance. Yep. So, so it's it's so so important that that, that you have your own um, call it world of relevance or network or whatever you want to call it, from and and that I have mine. And I just love helping other people to build their relevance. And why do I do that? Because in the process, by helping other people to do that, right, it's a very 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 strong um, uh, case. That yep. will introduce me to their world of relevance. Yeah, I love and, that. And so that's more people who I'm meeting. So it's not only the people I'm meeting in my own effort of reaching out, but it's the people who other people introduce me to who are relevant to what I might be, the direction I'm going, or whatever it has to be. It might be towards my career, it might be towards whatever. I love that. The real value of that is that today, yes, I am in I, my business, as you mentioned, is in the corporate training market. But, but what, if, what if government decrees that no training is outlawed, it's, a, um, it, it, it's an outlawed activity, we can't train anybody anymore? Wow. Right, what would happen if that, well, you know what, I can actually go into it because I've got a, a world of people who know, like, and advocate for me, trust me. Who knows, I might, next week I might be developing space rocketry or breeding goldfish. Yep. Right. So, I, so my world of relevance, it, it, me as an individual, is still somebody who can be advocated for, according to what I might be doing. You know, yep. it, that it's not. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, inexorably linked to my occupation. Yep. Yeah. Does that make sense? yeah. It does, mate. I I really love what you were saying about. Um, 85% of jobs aren't even advertised, um, which, you know, for me personally, I've believed that as well. Um, not only from my own personal experience, but just from people that I've hung around. Um, and so I think that's a very important thing to, um, it should be more of a conversation, I think. I mean, for yourself and I, we've known each other, so we kind of operate in those realms. But for anyone who, again, it's, it's a tough season and I want to be sensitive and delicate to it, but... The reality is, like you said, I think part of the journey is people getting out there and being proactive and knowing people, um, purely being on LinkedIn or just sending out resumes, which is sort of the normal thing to do. And I encourage that, but um, I like what you were touching on around advocacy, like personally knowing people. And so you've intentionally used LinkedIn uh, for that purpose. So it's not just an online resume you, from what it sounds like, are proactive on the, on the platform. You send messages to people, not spammy messages as well. It's not like a, hey, yeah. I don't know you, do you want to do business? Like, it sounds like you've been very strategic with the way that you've it, It's not about the transmission. It's not about the transmission. So, as an example, in meeting yourself, um, I, I know that there's point zero 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 whatever one percent. How many zeros you want to put in front of it? Um, percent of the that, that you and I just need to transaction. So so for the key to it is 
that if you and I build a relationship of of no like trust, which leads to advocacy, you're having different conversations every day what I'm having. You're having conversations with people who I'm not having conversations with. So what it means is that the your you're hearing things I'm not hearing, and it may well be that you're hearing about an opportunity that might be good for me, or it might be good for somebody else. So the so key to it is my meeting people, my being able to introduce people to that group, because the more people I introduce to that group and we build that relationship, we're all in this together. Yep. We're, 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 all, we're all meeting people together, and it's, it's about knowing people and having that, that really good circle of, um, of people who are on the same page and, 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 and building value for each other. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I guess just to, um, if you don't mind me just adding quickly, I, I, um, I, I read recently a really great uh, note about um, other people around you. Um, uh, are they moving forward or are they anchors in your life? Mm. And because it is sometimes about discerning uh, the people who are around you, they're either with you and helping you or, and, and, um, and moving forward with you or, um, or they're not. Yep. And I, whilst I have some people in my life who are not, um, I don't spend much time with them. Yep. They're not my priority. In that sense. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Um, really, really good insights. Totally agree with the, um, quote around are people uh, going in your direction or being an anchor. Yep, I've had to learn that one personally. Um, but I, I like what you're saying around building a community and for anyone who um, is listening in or watching this and are not on LinkedIn or they've been on LinkedIn and they haven't been proactive about it, I would suggest, I'm sure you would agree, it's not too late to start that community. Like um, you can, given the state of affairs where we're just meeting virtually, would you suggest that people can still use LinkedIn as a tool, um, just as if you were going to a normal a networking meeting, and you can you can reach out to people and you can like have a, a human conversation and not a salesy type of approach? Oh, very, oh, very, very much. much. And my my process, and it is, you know, I, I guess success comes from having a a process that you work on. And from a personal point of view, my process, I work. Uh, a process, and and there's a few other people who I know, that that I know, and we all use the same process. And in fact, we show and teach other people how to use the process, because our aim is to have a very very large group of people who we're all on the same page. Yes. So so from that point of view, our process has moved from meeting people face to face because we can't in this current environment. Mm -hmm. But we're meeting people on Zoom sessions and we're progressing that, for, you know, if, if they're people and not everybody you meet on, on LinkedIn or have a conversation with is somebody who, who um, you feel you can move forward with. Yeah. Right. So, so it just means that we're meeting those people and those people that, that I feel I can build a no like and trust relationship with, um, I'm moving forward in the sense of sharing my contacts with them yes and in a personal introduction so setting up zoom sessions to introduce them to those people so so it it, it, it can work quite happily quite work quite well on zoom um there, there will come a time obviously when when 
the new normal comes back, where we will go back to meeting in person. Yep. Let, let me suggest it's most likely only those core people who I know that, who are definitely on my same page, who I will meet in a face-to-face -face basis. It's yeah. Not, it's easy and it's a straightforward process to meet people um, through LinkedIn, yep. Zoom, whatever. Now, let, let yep. me say, I don't meet everybody who I connect with on LinkedIn. And the reason is because it's up to them. Yes. They, it's their choice as to whether they want to meet me. It's their choice as to whether they want to join a Zoom. It's their choice as to whatever. So that's fine. That's great. It's no different to normal everyday life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll, man, we could, we could probably chat about this for hours on end. Um, obviously, you're an avid user of LinkedIn, and I'm pretty passionate about the, the tool as well. So, um, yeah, Any, anyone who actually wants to chat more, I guess, I'm sure it's okay if they just reach directly out to James. The links are already there on LinkedIn and stuff. So, um, I'm sure he would welcome a conversation around, you know, any, anyone that's beginning or starting up, like uh, any hints and tips. Um, but I just wanted to change gears a bit. Um, I, uh, the question, I guess the question is, uh, where, where did you, more of a personal touch, I guess, I, I'm a very social person, so I love asking social questions. Um, where, where did you grow up and what was your first job? Um, I, I grew up in Brisbane and did the schooling thing and whatever, and went to uni. And my first job was with a industrial parts distributor. And it, it really was about getting the first job that, that I could get. <laughs> I, I, and, and I guess indicative of that is, is my attitude to, to work. And, and that is that um, I want to work with people who um, I'm comfortable with, a good environment and that type of thing. So, so after leaving uni, I didn't actually uh, immediately go on the hunt and you know so the day you leave uni you start your job the next day I actually had the the, the university break through until February and I didn't even start work with a company in fact I didn't even start looking until mid-January um, after I'd left uni because I actually took the time to go and do a couple of personal development courses oh wow yeah so so I did that um, I, I went on on a I don't know if they're still around, but I went on a program called Outward Bound um, at, at that time. So that, that, was, that was a fabulous program. Um, and then when I came back from that, that's when I started looking for a role. Um, I actually, uh, we, we, talk about, we talk about the jobs that are not advertised. I applied to a job that was advertised in Sydney. And um, they wrote back to me and said, no, you haven't got the job. We've, we've selected somebody else, you know, better qualified, et cetera, et cetera. But they also then said that, that they would refer me through to the Queensland operation because they were impressed by, by what I had to offer. And wow. I actually got the job. I was the only, I mean, they weren't even advertising for somebody in Queensland. They just took me on. And, and, and that's what happens. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying... That didn't come because I knew anybody in that role um, or I was recommended, other than I was recommended by through the interview process in Sydney, if that, if that makes sense. So you could, 
It totally does, man. So you could hypothetically say, even if you, if you didn't even apply for that Sydney job, the Brisbane job may not have been on your radar or you may not have been aware of it, I guess. So. Well, it wouldn't have, no, it was never advertised. They, they weren't even thinking about advertising. But it comes, it comes about where quite often people are having conversations, no doubt the, the, the Queensland uh, management had had a conversation with Sydney in terms of saying, yeah, yeah, if the right person comes along, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, whatever. Yeah. You know, and we're yeah. having conversations with people all day, every day. Yeah. You and I, everybody in the community. And those sorts of conversations are being had. So there are a lot of jobs that come about like that. Oh, I know a fabulous person who would be really great for that role. I know you, I know you don't have a set role at the moment, but why don't you just interview them and meet them? Yeah. And, and, and quite often, those those people create roles for 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 those people. They create, you know, the job's not really there in a formal sense, but the job gets created when the right person comes along to fill those shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's how I got my first job. That's really cool. I yeah. love that. <laughs> and, but, but at the same time, I would say that I'm the sort of person where um, uh, I've also been through. Uh, a number of different positions over, over the years, uh, organisations that I joined, and I wasn't comfortable in those organisations. Okay. So I removed myself from those organisations. I didn't look for it. I wasn't necessarily concerned whether I had another job to go to. It's just that life's too short not to be enjoying what I do every day. I love that. So if I don't, if I'm not, if I, if I'm not looking forward to going and being with a group of people doing whatever role, well then it's time to move on. Yeah. And move on. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna wait for anyone to tap me on the shoulder. I'll, I'll just keep moving on. Because I'm, I'm interested to find something I enjoy, be happy and contented with it. I like that, yeah. And you're, you're in control, I guess, and you're being proactive about seeking out those opportunities, I think which is, is a, Important thing to note there. So, I'm um, I'm pretty similar in that regard. So I like I like that approach. Yeah, mm. that's cool, mate. Well, how I've really I really enjoyed um, catching up today and hearing a lot of your story. And um, I guess just as some closing remarks, um, you know, anyone who's watching this um, in my network or yours, um, is there anything that um, someone can do to uh, either benefit you from a business or a professional um, focus? Yeah, look, look th thanks for asking. I mean, it, it's something I, in the back of my mind, I get, uh, I'm, I'm interested in meeting people uh, who are potentially in a leadership role or, or see themselves moving in that direction or people in different From a corporate point of view, people within organisations, I'm interested to meet people who are in decision-making roles. Now, that may not be at a, at a very senior level, maybe mid-level, or it might be more senior. But I'm interested to meeting people in those sorts of roles because it's those sorts of people who can make a difference. It, it quite often it's those sorts of people who are, who, who are potentially people who I can then share my network with and they can make a difference to the organisations they're working for and to their own personal life. Yeah. Because you make enough difference to enough people in organisations. And that then leads on to a personal uh, yep. some benefits. 
Mm. So, so I'm interested to meet people who are um, who are developing leaders, see themselves as developing leaders, or are currently in decision-making roles, be it mid, senior, or in the the top roles, because there are some fabulous contacts who who I have, and I'm, I'd love to share those with them, and we will do better together. From the yes. I love that. Yeah, totally uh, agree with that um, approach. And uh, thanks, thanks for sharing that. And anyone who's watching can um, reach out directly to James via the links uh, below, either on LinkedIn uh, or just send me a message too, and I can uh, facilitate the introduction. But um, thanks, James. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it has been. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoy your Saturday afternoon. Um, and Chat again soon. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Matt. See ya.